it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, hello and welcome again to Sales with Sully. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan. I'll be your host for the next 30 minutes as we walk through some of the tips and tricks and comments and concerns and everything else that you guys have given me off of Twitter. Every single week, we take a look at what's happening on social media when it comes to being a professional salesperson. And we take that information and we turn it into a podcast every single week right here on inspirednewsradio.com. It is now... 2020 we are just jumping in with both feet just going crazy congratulations on making it through new year's eve and through the holidays and here we are in our first podcast of 2020 so we wanted to talk a little bit about today's topic which was a topic of some some pretty heated discussion about exclusivity the way this whole topic came about was we started a conversation online where someone said well if I can't get an exclusive contract, meaning an exclusive geographic area that I'm responsible for, then anybody could sell into my territory and, you know, those kind of things. And we started having these conversations back and forth about, you know, how strong of a salesperson you are depends on whether or not you need exclusivity, how well you do your follow-up, how well you do your planning, how well you're doing your marketing. All of those things, you know, kind of lead into... Do you want to work for a company? So, for example, one of the comments that I thought was really interesting was that if you are working for a company that offers exclusivity, then it's a land grab. You want to get as much geography as possible. But here's the problem. If people can't sell into your territory, then obviously you can't sell into any others. You have to stay within your own, you know, geofence, if you will, which then, you know, kind of feels restrictive. Depends on how big the area is, depends on how big the market is, depends on the product that you're selling, all of those things that go into this word exclusivity. So what we decided to do is we decided to take the conversation into a little bit of different direction as we prepared for the podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the mystery or the the feeling of exclusivity, the the country club feel if you will. Now why do I say that? Because the country club is there's a certain bar that you have to reach whether it's financial whether it's you know lifestyle whatever it is but there's a certain perception of uh there's a rodney dangerfield movie where he says he comes in he says i wouldn't want to be a member of a club that would let anybody like me be a member that kind of feel to it it's like having a sense of you know entitlement's probably not the right word but it's what i'm struggling with right now and then having that mystery behind it so let's use a let's use a couple of examples let's talk a little bit about and i don't want to get this this show is definitely not political but i definitely want to talk to you like for instance if you think of a secret society or if you think of that you know if you look at fraternities on campus if you go greek there's a ritual usually to join there's there's a a vetting process if you will you become a pledge you pledge to that particular fraternity or sorority and then 
then you go through a particular process in order to become a member if you are a mason from the masonic temple right if you're a mason there are it's not a secret organization it's an organization with secrets which is a is really different right there are fraternal um associates like the there's this thing called the skull and bones which is i think is a yale uh it's a yale club very exclusive and it's by invitation only and when you get in there there's sort of like this bar this expectation that if you are have reached a certain level then you can be in this particular club which is sort of like the country club we we talk about so it's not that it's a secret organization it's an organization that there has to be a certain level of expectation met so that you could then be invited to be a member and some of these organizations are by invitation only and some of them are public but it takes a special uh, vetting process they don't just let anybody in because that's what causes that that exclusivity that's what gives you you know that opportunity so in today's episode we're going to be talking a little bit about that mystery marketing that's what we're going to call it today the mystery of marketing or mystery marketing maybe you want to set a tone that says not everybody can own this toaster it's a special toaster (laughs) so so that little bit of mystery in the marketing that you want to the subset of our title today is you can't be a member of this special club well maybe if the price is right you can so usually what happens is, is with this exclusivity Um, also comes a premium as far as price or premium as far as the services or anything that goes along with that so for instance there are other mystery is one aspect of this but we also want to talk about scarcity marketing so we have a uh, brewery up here in northern california that when it puts out a particular Uh, type of ale that it makes then it makes a very very limited supply very limited supply and then it uses social media to say you know this weekend at joe's bar and grill we're going to have two barrels of this particular product available and then they put it out in social media that it's only available at this particular location and it just drives traffic for people that want to have you know a glass of that particular ale so that is more of a scarcity marketing but you could also you know put that into a little bit of the speakeasy kind of mystery it's like do you have the password there was a there was a phenomenon uh in the late 80s early 90s where they would have these pop-up parties and in the classifieds there would be an ad in the classifieds that would give the password in order to get in it would have the address and the password and it would pop up in some warehouse district somewhere in you know brooklyn and you would have to know the address and you would have to know the password to get in so there was this this being in the know kind of feel and all of a sudden if you if you knew the if you had the secret handshake if you knew the secret word to get in you were all of a sudden the really really cool guy right you were the really cool kid so you had the the secret it's like 
that's why they they put Easter eggs in video games, and you know that's where you get that viral kind of buzz around something that nobody else knows. Now I'm going to also tell you there are uh, secret menus. If you go to the West Coast hamburger chain called In and Out, you go to the menu board and you'll see there's a double double and there's uh, order of fries and a milkshake or a Coke, and you know it's pretty much a standard, straightforward pretty simple menu but if you pull up and you say you know i want a double double protein style it'll be wrapped in lettuce even though it's not even on the on the menu or you could have something called an animal style or there's there's a variety of secret hidden menus that they don't talk about and they don't post on the menu board but if you're in the know it kind of goes out viral and the cool thing about it is when one of those orders comes through you actually know that that person you know has is in a part of the subculture and is doing more marketing or is is accepting the marketing from a different non-traditional channel because if i bought some advertising on the radio or television and i said hey you ought to eat it in and out it's the great greatest burger fresh made cut fries and all that other stuff then they don't mention that you know there's an animal style burger on their national advertising but when somebody comes to the drive-thru and says i'll have a double double you know animal style or i'll have a four patty animal style all of a sudden you know that person is in the know they're in the they're in that subculture of sharing that information amongst other people that has gone you know in a lot of cases i'm doing air quotes here called viral where it's now gone you know that that mystery behind their marketing that's what we want to talk about today that's the reason why we're talking about you know putting a little bit of that mystery back into your marketing offering something or a product or a service that you you either have to ask for that nobody knows about or you put out in a separate channel somewhere else that becomes this this viable piece of information now all of these working together so you can do scarcity meaning oh i only have a hundred of these so only a hundred of you ten thousand people that want one are going to get one so i'm going to drive the price up or think about this if i have something that's not on the menu that you order i don't have to tell you what the price is either right i don't put it on the menu board that you know a double double is 2.99 i don't have to put animal style on there is 4.99 all you're just kind of in the cool and you know that you're going to order it and it's kind of like okay so i'm paying a premium for it but i'm special you know i i i've got the inside track so i I'm willing to pay that little bit of extra premium or, you know, or you go to um, an invitation only type of organization. So when they say, you know, we're having a exclusive only by invitation. Can you come to our retail outlet on Sunday at 9 a.m.? Because we don't actually open till 11 on Sunday, but at 9 a.m., we're having an exclusive invitation only so that you can see our first collection. You can see our spring collection or our fall collection, or you can you can be on the inside track because you're going to get the first look and the first opportunity to buy before anybody else. It's like having a back 
backstage pass. It's like having a exclusivity to something that, you know, it's not open to the public. This is not just anybody can walk by. You're super special. Now, there could be an entire vetting process, or it could be as simple as, I've got a database uh, of customers, and that database of customers, I just look at the people that have bought the most over the last year, and I send them in that exclusive, you know, I, I'm rewarding them by giving them something super exclusive for being a really good customer. And then I also could put in a mix of, with really good customers, the best time to bring in a brand new customer is when they're all there. So you have a, a really good sold super fan somebody who loves your product knows who you are loves how you do business buys a lot of your product and you pair them next to a person who has never bought the product before and that's going to rub right off on top of them they're going to say oh man you should you're you're really lucky to be here oh my gosh i can't believe they invited you uh we're here because we buy a lot of this product and it is fantastic and you so when you that that becomes a cross-pollination and you're taking your really good super fans and you're turning them into uh, sales agents for you because you're putting them next to a person who ha- has little or no experience with the brand and the next thing you know they're actually selling for you right to that to that exact same person that's what brings us back around to the circle of it's the you know, it's the toughest experience that you'll ever love. It's the best. All of those things that are sort of like, uh, I'll give you an example. The few, the proud, the Marines, right? The few. It's limited. You Not everybody's going to make it. The few, the proud, the Marines. So right in their marketing, they're even saying, not everybody's going to make it. Why isn't everybody a Navy SEAL? Because it's an exclusive group. Why isn't everybody a fighter ace? You know, all of these things that that have this, this stigma around them about being super special and being in a certain hall of fame. Why isn't any why isn't everyone a gold medal winner? Why, you know, all of these things because it denotes a certain amount of of training, a certain amount of a bar that has to be achieved, a certain amount of achievement to get there. That's why we have Hall of Fames for records and uh, for recording artists, for you know sports, you know enthusiasts or sports athletes, and all the other things that go along with that. <clears throat> we have those special places to set aside to say these are people that have achieved a certain level and are there, and you can equate that. Not directly because you don't, you know, you're marketing to a consumer that may not be, you know, you may not want to have a hall of fame of how much money you've spent with us, but we also give status and levels. If you're a frequent flyer and you're a silver, gold, platinum, you know, double platinum, super diamond, you know, exclusivity, those are all, you know, perks and things that get offered to people that are actually spending more money so that all again becomes part of you know the it's a little bit of mystery it's a little bit of scarcity it's a little bit of exclusivity kind of all wrapped into one so that 
that's why we wanted to talk a little bit about how do you introduce a little bit of mystery or how do you introduce a little bit of exclusivity into your marketing maybe you know that we have words like limited time for a limited time only for you know tuesday only at you know 10 o'clock those kind of things that are that are that create urgency and also you know give a sense of scarcity but the mystery the part where it really 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 resonates is where you can start to get some feedback about those hidden menus and the the hidden gems the easter eggs under the under the surface people that you know are able to introduce that into their marketing you'll find that they have a tremendous amount of feedback because now all of a sudden you've got customers calling up and say you know i want the uh the sales with sully special because i i heard about it that's why we also use promo codes right a promo code gives the buyer a sense of I'm a part of a club. I'm using my promo co- code sales with Sully to get an extra 10% discount, which in reality is the 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 seller would gladly give the 10% discount to anybody, but the promo code for them is a way they can track where did you hear or see or feel my advertising so that I can then track where that came from. The 10% discount is sort of a moot point because we would give it to the just about anybody we would give them that 10 percent discount especially if we could find out that our advertising is working but that promo code from a consumer standpoint gives me a little bit of buy-in so that i can be part of this exclusive club i heard about it through you know msnbc or fox news or wherever i got my promo code and i've inserted that because what that's done is that said i'm part of this elite group that gets this discount because i get to use this promo code because i had my radio on at the right time and i heard that ad right and that's not open to the public (laughs) you know i just have to be in the right place at the right time to get that that's part of the mystery of of marketing but if you can add a little bit of mystery to your marketing and i I encourage you to be thinking about this especially um, also in the sales side so let's move over and think about this from a sales side how do i incorporate a little bit of mystery into uh, my sales pitch or into my sales presentation you can also do that by saying things like well you know that's something I would have to ask you know management about or I'd have to go back to corporate because that's usually reserved for you know the very best customers or we've only done that one other time ever in the history of the company but it's a great ask let me find out what I can do that's sort of the opposite of let me go ask my manager when you're buying a car because you want to go back and see if I can get you a better deal and I'm using that as a ploy by saying I don't have that power to do that but i'm going to go ask and see if i can get you a better deal by asking my manager so you could also incorporate that into your sales by saying you know we've never really offered that product at that configuration at that price to anybody because that's just a that's a really really great idea and i think it would really go well but i 
don't have that authority. Let me get back to the powers that be and find out. That adds that little bit of mystery. And then you have to follow it up. If you're a good salesperson, what you would follow that up with would be is, well, we can do two things here. Let's go ahead and get a purchase order in that configuration. And if I can honor that price in that configuration, then I will have a purchase order already in hand that says to my management that you're serious about buying this number of units of those. So you're closing it down based on a, oh, maybe I can get this for you. And with that close, you know, either you already know that you can or when you walk in to actually pitch it to your boss or to the powers that be you have leverage to be able to say look all you have to do is approve this extra discount or approve this configuration or approve this or that and all of a sudden you've got a purchase order in hand so you want to make sure that if you are going to leave that particular scenario on the table see how far you can get it to a close down close it all the way down button it up as tight as you can because you want to be able to execute the fully execute that that purchase order so if you're going to walk down the hypothetical road and you're going to offer a little bit of mystery and a little bit of intrigue into the sales process make sure that you close it down as tight as you can because you don't want to have to come back because there's going to be a chance or an opportunity for a savvy consumer to come back and renegotiate so the scenario is this well let me go ask my boss if i can get that particular configuration and that you know particular price you step outside you make a phone call and you come back and say great news i just talked to my boss he said yes now what you've done you've set a new plateau a new platform you've now set the new bar so now this the savvy consumer is going to say is now i know what i can buy it for i know that right now all i have to do is pull the trigger and i can get it so what does it hurt to ask for something else now because i can always fall back to this new low price this new low you know this new configuration this new low price this new whatever it is terms or conditions or whatever so i've now set a new bar so why not ask again well you know that's great but while you were outside i was just thinking wow for an extra 10 units uh i should be able to get you know 120 day terms See, now I just got a new ask. And now all of a sudden, I'm no longer the salesperson and I'm no longer in control. My boss is because I'm having to go back and forth and just carry the message. So instead, I should just put my boss on the phone and say, here, boss, here's my buyer. Why don't you talk to him? Because obviously you guys are going to have to make the decisions because we've already given this guy everything he has ever wanted and he still hasn't given me a purchase order yet. But counter to that is you button it all down and say if i go ask for this i want to make sure that that we're all buttoned down and ready to go so can we go ahead and create the purchase order for these particular units at this particular configuration at this particular price and then i will go see if i can uh, use that as leverage to get it because it's really never been done before this we're entering into brand new uncharted territory and i really need to you know have that that leverage to be able to do my job effectively for you and that is to be your advocate at my company uh, in order to get you the best the best of these terms prices or whatever now the beautiful part is is i 
I now know what I can <laughs> accept it for. I become in control because all I have to do is sign this purchase order and I have it. Now I can come back and give another ask because what I could say is, you know, he was really on board with all of that with the exception of the 120 day terms the best he would go is 90 days so can i just strike this out on the 120 days on this purchase order and put uh 30 60 90 and then we'll just ready to go and i matter of fact i've already executed it with that change on there are you okay with that are we ready to go now i'm getting something instead of him we're still negotiating and i know that that is the bar he's already given me a purchase order at that particular terms at those particular prices at that particular configuration now the ball just got turned over uh, into his lap so adding mystery adding exclusivity adding scarcity adding this all came out of a conversation that we had on social media in the last uh, 10 days or so talking back and forth about the the pros and cons of having an exclusive contract so we've been able to talk about today on today's episode that you don't necessarily need exclusivity. Maybe what you're asking for is that next level of mystery, that next level of scarcity, that next level of, you know, do you really, are you really good enough to be part of this group? Are you really kind of the elite of the elite? Are you the few, the proud, the Marines? You see, maybe that's what you're actually asking you may not be asking about exclusivity you may be asking how do i get into that club how do i become part of the guys who sell who manage who uh distribute this particular product because it is really really cool it's super exclusive and it's really scarce so i have something that not a lot of people have and i'm willing to sell it to you but it might be at a little bit of a premium <laughs> so until next week we always say right here sales with sully thanks for uh for being part of inspired news radio thanks for listening to sales with sully each week and we always say go out and sell something every single week we say that because that's what drives our economy that's what keeps this whole world spinning uh engineers make great things manufacturers make great things we have great products and great services but most of the time somebody needs to sell them at some level between the time that it is thought up and the time it gets into the consumer's hands somebody usually a at least one somebody a whole lot of times it's a lot more than one somebody called a salesperson has been involved in making sure that transaction gets all the way to the end it's a great noble career and i'm glad that you're you're part of the team i'm glad that you're part of the tribe right here at sales with sully don't forget to find me on all the social medias of course you can find me on linkedin under scott sullivan but at sales with sully at sales with sully on twitter on facebook of course, on Instagram now, everywhere that you go with social media, at Sales with Sully is there. I appreciate your feedback each and every week. I could not do what I do without you. 
please go down to the bottom of the page right now and hit subscribe. Let me know that uh, you're a, a rabid listener. Send me some social media love. Let me know that uh, this is something that you start your week off with each week to, to listen to some of the things that we've learned over my 35 years of being a sales and marketing professional. And if it's brought value to you and it's helped your sales career, then by all means, let everybody else know. If you want to make a comment, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, I don't care, put it right out there for the public to see, or you can send me a private message. We take your information each and every week for in the form of questions, comments, and concerns, and we try really hard to turn those into really good, positive shows each and every week to help you be a better sales professional. That's what it's all about each and every week right here on sales with sully on inspired news radio go out and sell something you've been listening to sales with sully on inspirednewsradio.com we take your sales and marketing questions each week on twitter at sales with sully hashtag inr and like us on facebook on behalf of your host scott sullivan and the entire sales with sully team thanks for listening and see you next week